Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Have you ever wondered if your personality affects your productivity? Well, spoiler alert, it does. (laughs) In this episode, I'm sharing the conversation I had with designer Jackie Smith about how she helps her clients with this very thing, productivity around your personality. Plus, we set the stage together using the first step of the UBU methodology for typing on the Enneagram, for her to possibly rethink which Enneagram type she thought she was. Also, I want you to stick around until the end because I've got an exciting announcement to share about my book coming out soon. So, if you love being productive and you want to get a glimpse of what a UBU typing session with me might look like and what it could do for you, you're going to love this episode. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Welcome, Jackie. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Yeah, good morning. I'm great, thanks. And it's really good to be here with you today. I'm very excited about this. I've been looking forward to it all day because I know it's morning there, but it's it's, it's evening here. So tell our listeners a little bit about Jackie. Okay, I'm, as you can probably hear, from Australia. So I'm on the sunny East Coast where we think it's beautiful one day, perfect the next. And, um, yeah, I'm a graphic designer 
and so I'm a little bit creative, but I do love some structure because otherwise I'd never get anything done. Um, but, yeah, I just love big picture and ideas and um, can struggle at times to fill in the details. So, yeah, and I do love a good personality test or two. <laughs> so what's the name of your business? White Space Design Studio. And what do you primarily focus on? Okay, so that's interesting question itself. So I'm a graphic designer, obviously web design now with, you know, the whole world on the internet. Um, but I also have sort of stumbled into the um, productivity space as well, um, just through my own need when we started um, homeschooling back about eight years ago. Um, my son's finished school now. And I really just, um, you know, like everything changes when you homeschool, as the world would know now. And um, so I just tested everything to see what really worked for me. You know, when was the best time to exercise and, you know, do all the things. And so I um, dove in testing and found, you know, um, yeah, what worked for me, new habits, routines and all of that sort of stuff. And um, so, yeah, now my business is a combination of design, tech and productivity. I'm a bit of one of those creative unicorns that love blending the logical and creative side together. I think it's perfect because I think when we balance those two things, we get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I think we do. Definitely. Um, So, yeah, it's really helped me in my journey. Um, Yeah, to embrace that like the need to learn that so that I can stay on track because I you know shiny squirrels I'm chasing them all over the place but yeah so when we blend the two together like it um and in our own way because everyone's different and we all have a different way of doing things um I call it the plan and do style so yeah we're all quite unique and as you'd find with the Enneagram um even you know some two people that have the same number can display it differently. And so I think it's the same when it comes to planning and productivity as well. Absolutely. And a lot of times it's knowing your personality first before you can even understand how you can be productive. Oh, absolutely. Like I'm sure there'd be plenty of listeners who could relate to, um, even looking at a whole heap of planners or productivity apps, project management apps, and getting all caught up in, you know, the features and all of that stuff. But until you know how you get things done and why you do the way the things the way that you do them, um, you can just be bouncing from one tool to another, you know, trying to, um, you know, incorporate the latest tips or tricks to be more productive And you'll just be spinning the wheels until you embrace, you know, who you are and how you get things done. So, yeah, absolutely, totally agree. So when you're looking for a new client, where are they in their journey? Like, Do they really understand themselves or are they already pretty self-aware? Why do they come to you? I think they're really self-aware in the fact that they're quite overwhelmed and they're very stressed, um, but they don't quite understand why. And they're trying, you know, different tools and I just found this tool or they know they really need systems. Um, They're often scared of tech. Um, They don't do the design. Um, They're creative, you know, they're teachers or coaches. Um, 
and they just want to get back to what they do best. So they're aware of what they don't have in in terms of results, but they're not aware enough yet of who they are and how they do things. And just by shifting their view to that and showing them how what they already have in who they are, they can actually have that so much quicker and faster than they think. And it's all found within them, not in the tool outside. Yeah. So that's the tagline for the business program, building your business from the within side out. And it's, it speaks so much to me what you're doing, because even though I'm not the techie person, I may have to call you. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing, Jackie, I think I'm techie. And then I start to do things and I am like, what am I doing? (laughs) I don't even know. And and sometimes, tell me if you if you see this in some of your clients, but for me, sometimes I think I'm a little too close to it um, or I get wrapped up in what I think it's supposed to look like, like um, what my website's supposed to look like as opposed to really letting my personality shine through my website. I've struggled with that quite a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely see the second one. Because we're so often told, you know, how to do things to be successful. You know, you've got to follow A, B, C, one, two, three steps. And sometimes those things just aren't aligned with who we are. Like if we're not that bubbly, outgoing, you know, people-driven personality, it can be really difficult to do a lot of the marketing things as such that we're told we need to do. And actually, that's been probably one of the biggest struggles I've had because I'm more of a one-on-one connection. Once I start talking with a client, you know, I can really dive in. We get really excited. We make a plan. And, like, I love that form of marketing. It's how it works for me. And it's showing my age a little, but before pre-internet doing business, you know, that's how we did business and referrals and word of mouth. And we put one ad in the yellow pages for the year and boom, we're done. And it was all about people. And so transitioning online, yeah, it's been like muddled and, you know, muddy ground to try and work out how to do that, you know, in the online space. So, yeah, I absolutely agree that um, when it comes to tech, when I talk with clients, I want to get into, um, yes, who they are, what their strengths are, which things work best for them, but also for their clients as well. And so, you know, how do they like to learn? How do they like to engage? And um, I was just talking with a client like in the last two weeks and she was asking me, so, you know, what's the latest bells and whistles and, you know, tips and tactics out there for getting engagement? Because that's one of the biggest pain points that my customers would have. And um, I said, well, my answer is probably not going to be what you're expecting. And it's not so much, you know, don't look out there to what's the latest and how you should do things and all of that. And, again, I reflect back to, well, who are you, what works best for you, your personality, your style, and get to know your people. And you want to marry those two together and then create like a customer journey Mm. for where they're going and then use technology to support that journey and, um And it just, it fuels your energy and makes it more 
enjoyable but easier for you and your customers to work with you. So, yeah, getting caught up in what should be and how things should look, yeah, definitely like a big black hole when it comes to tech. <laughs> it is true. And so yeah. many options. <laughs> there are way too many options today. Like if it was just three, you go, yes, yes, or maybe no, and, you know, you narrow it down really fast. But, yeah, there are a lot of options today. Are you feeling a bit disappointed that you haven't finished that project yet? Are the kids' schedules impacting your business? Or are the demands of your business affecting your relationships at home? Maybe you need a magic formula for that work-life balance before your fire gets so dim or it completely burns out. I've been there. There was a point in my life where I was juggling two businesses and homeschooling and had personal health issues. There was barely time to even connect with myself, much less connect with my husband. When I was finally officially diagnosed with ADHD, I felt like that explained everything. I had a new perspective and started approaching things in a new way. So I created a guide containing 20 tips that I personally use, and they have worked for me for helping me stay on course with my goals. Now you might not have ADHD, but I bet you can relate to having a million distractions during the day. So if you're ready to stop procrastinating or stop being hard on yourself for missing yet another deadline, self-imposed or not, go ahead and download the guide at powercoachgen.com. If you just find one tip from the list that helps you move forward today, you will be so glad you took the time to read it. Go to powercoachgen.com and download the guide right now. So I just love that you just said that. <laughs> that you just picked that random number three. I don't know if you if it was random, but I teach yeah, in threes. I teach in threes and I, I teach other people to type themselves on the Enneagram um, using threes because it's so much simpler. So um, and I just I just taught a class yesterday mm -hmm. and that was the main focus. We were talking about you know the power of three. And not just in how you teach in your programs, but also how to discern types by starting with a category of three first and then narrowing it down, narrowing it down. Because the traditional way is to go straight to the nine types, right? Yeah, it is. And That's so right. I just have a, a very different approach, a different approach to typing, but I also have a different approach to the Enneagram once you get your type. It was interesting because when we first started chatting, you know, about the Enneagram and um, I said I was just diving into it, like I've known about it for quite some time. Like I said earlier, I love a good personality test. And like I've dug into Sally Hogshead's um, How the World Sees You, A Fascination, um, Maya Briggs, um, the Colby score, those kinds of things and now the Enneagram. But, you know, with each of those other personality tests, I've learned so much about myself. Um, well, actually, it more confirmed what I knew, but it helped me understand why I did what I did. And 
in that understanding, I was able to embrace my strengths as strengths and not as, you know, differences that are weaknesses to hide, which I did for a long time. Mm. And um, in that journey of doing those, I've actually, it's actually helped me to pivot like in my business. So as a creative, you can imagine, I like doing lots of different things. And for so long, I've been trying to pick one thing to focus on. And it, to me, it's kind of like trying to pick your favourite child. Now, that's easy for me because I've only got one son. But um, when it comes to business focus, yeah, it's been really difficult to hone in on what's that one thing you're going to do? Because, you know, I love design. I do like a bit of tech. I love productivity because I know how freeing that can be um, for living out, you know, your purposes and really enjoying what you do each day. And, um, yeah, so towards the end of last year, I actually, I don't know, maybe it was just through the whole reset of COVID and stuff, but I just saw how the three could blend together, but how I could serve my customers even better by blending the three rather than picking out the one. And it actually helped me narrow down my focus too on who I can serve and how I help them. And so by combining design tech and productivity, um, and I'd already been doing it with customers, I just hadn't realised yet. And so I, you know, dive in and we have a look at their systems and processes because I love setting up a good system and a process to make things easier. And, um, and you know, so that's a bit of a mix of productivity and design. And then we look at the technology that they use and how to streamline that. And um, But the thing I really love doing is creating planners and workbooks that help people take action. And it all sort of integrates together. It's, it's really holistic. And so I really narrow down now on helping um, online entrepreneurs with their courses, memberships and programs, helping them streamline what they do so that their customers can take action easier and get results faster. And so, yeah, all of that journey um, has now sort of come into this one little focus and it's, it's really exciting. And now, you know, just diving into the Enneagram, I can see why that's so exciting for me and how by embracing those strengths, I can really help and serve others in their businesses and help them grow and, you know, impact more people. So it's pretty exciting. But I do have some questions about the Enneagram because, you know, I'm just new to that. So, yeah, I'd love to dive into that with you two today. Absolutely. I love me some Enneagram questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was reading through um, the book Enneagram Made Easy and I read through all of the types and stuff and I, I knew a little bit about the three categories by going through your training and um, I was actually a bit disappointed with the number that came up initially because it really did explain, you know, why I did what I did but I think I wanted to be someone else <laughs> and that people probably have that reaction um, more often than I think but... Um, yeah, so I, I think I'm a three um, because when I looked back over different um, seasons in my life, especially when I was younger, that's the way that I um, handled change or tried to 
uh, how do I put it? It's just the way that I approach life is to organize and structure and, you know, make plans and things like that. So it, it's sort of the way that I approach life. It's not um, so much an action, but yeah, I think it fuels my motivation on how I deal with things. Um, I do have a question. So right. when you organize and structure things and make plans, why are you doing that? Um, sometimes it's to make sense of what's happening. So I know, like I can understand things better um, when I can, you know, see it mapped out in some kind of a journey or that kind of thing. It helps me um, analyze and decide what to do next. Um, yeah. And yeah. do you feel like that's your first instinct to do? Your first instinct is to map something out and organize yes, and structure something? Yeah, it is. It is. If you couldn't do that, if that your ability to organize something, if that were threatened, how would you respond? Oh, I think I would be um, quite frustrated and... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it would, it would stop me moving forward. Like I just feel stuck. And what do you think would be threatened? Like why, why would you stop moving forward? Because I know it's the way that I, it helps me to process, you know, what's happening, what the options are. It helps me to understand, uh, it helps me to understand people too you know, on why they might be doing what they're doing, how they're reacting, what they need. Um, yeah, I think if I couldn't approach things from that perspective, um, yeah, I think it, it, it would limit, you know, how I could respond to people or connect with them um, or because uh, I really enjoy coming up with, you know, a bunch of, options and solutions like I really love choice <laughs> not too much but a little bit and um yeah I, I know it's also how I like to help and serve others as well you know by listening to feedback and you know sorting through that information and then um you know reflecting back choices and things like that so yeah it's also how I connect with others as well that was so beautifully expressed it really was um so i'm going to challenge you a bit if that's okay Do please <laughs> on whether or not you might be a type three or not um mm -hmm. so i know you went through the course and we have those three big categories the triads the centers uh, is what i introduce in the secrets to enneagram typing in case anybody's yeah. listening to this and hasn't heard me say that a million times already <laughs> <laughs> So it's a free mini course. It's free for now. Um, I've had too many people saying, why are you not charging for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just haven't been. So it's in the works. I've, I've Even my VA is like, so when's your deadline to start charging for that? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, good problem. Thank you for <laughs> keeping me accountable on that. But That's for that. now, it's free. It's called Secrets to Enneagram Typing. Um, and I do go... Through, it's not my full methodology. It's not my full no. approach, 
but it is a, a good introduction of starting. It's with an excellent introduction. Yeah, I agree. Like, because like you said, there's like nine types and it's just like, whoa, all this information. It really resonated with me because it helped categorize things. And yeah. So you mentioned lots of words. Okay. That um, categorize. I'm writing that one down. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's awesome. So okay. if, you, if you haven't gone through the course, I'm going to go ahead and do kind of like a crash module. So the first module I'm talking about right. the triads, right? Yeah. And there's three different categories and they correspond to the centers of intelligence, which is gut, heart, and mind. Right. And how each of those centers have what I call triad traits. And um, I just released another course called the nine acknowledgement languages, which goes deeper into these triad traits and also some other triad groups and their triad traits that really help narrow down your type in a very intuitive way. But if I go really quickly through these categories, I think you're going to see something kind of bubble to the top. Oh, so the red, I'm going to hold this up because you might see it and just kind of laugh a little bit. So the yeah. gut center yeah um there some of their triad traits is um a, a continuum of anger uh the impact that they have on the world or how the world impacts them and their their first primal response is to resist and yeah. then the green the, well i call it the green but it's the heart center their emotional response is shame and they are looking through the world for um to confirm their image or to project their image. So image is a big concern. So they look at the image that other people are projecting and their own projection and their primal response is to make an impression. So if the image isn't what that they are expecting, then they will make an impre impression. And usually it's some kind of um, exaggeration. So not completely authentic because they're trying to make an impression. And the last center, which is the head center, the mind center, their emotional response is fear and it's around their safety and security. And how they respond is by sorting, which you did use that word. You used the word I did. sort and categorize. And so I if did. you looked, if you looked at this, which color do you think you would be? That's really tricky because I can see bits in each. Um, but I'm looking at not necessarily action, but motivation. Is that right? Both. You can do both. both. Because yeah. we're, ta we're talking about, when we're looking at these, we're talking about behaviors. Um, then definitely, probably blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you tip, you touched on something very important there when you said that's tricky because I can see myself in all three, which is absolutely true because we're human and we all have a heart and we all have a head and we all have um, a body. <laughs> we all have a gut. And so, yes, we all think we all feel and we all do. So it's natural. We are going to see ourselves. Um, but when it comes to choosing which color we are, it's all about what we fixate on. And so without leading you earlier, when I was asking questions, you, you said a lot of, you said, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You want to understand, you want yeah. to analyze, um, process the options, mm -hmm. understand people. And so these are all thoughts. 
and, and belief systems. It, they're not actions. They're not emotions. They're all right. thoughts, thought words. Um, mm. And then even connecting. So will you tell me, what does connection mean to you? What does it do for you, I should say? Sure. Um, I think connection, you know, having that safe space to share, you know, real life, um, you know, you're getting encouragement, support, someone who, yeah, gives you that safe space to be all of you, not just, you know, the strong, good stuff, but the weak and, and you know, the places where you're still learning. Yeah. So does that still match up with blue? I think so. <laughs> Once you figure that out, you, you just chose out of three categories, right? It's real easy to pick right. three categories. Well, yeah. once you do that, there's only three types that are in that blue. Ah, then it, make, it just makes it a little bit easier to figure out what your type is. So we're looking at five, six, or seven. And so usually what we do is, okay, well, let's look at the core motivations. So a type yeah. five likes to have information and knowledge. Yeah. And a type six likes to have support and guidance. And a type seven likes to have contentment and hmm. Interesting. All of a sudden I'm seeing five very differently. That's fascinating. And, and then there's, there's other tricks of the trade too. Um, I'm, I'm not going to make you decide right now what type you are because it's hard to do it on the spot and on the fly when you have to like really dig in to see what your true motivations are. Wow. And so, um, and there's other triad traits too that I would love to dig in with you as well to kind of explore that. But it definitely gives you something to think about, right? Yeah, I'm already, because I've got the book in front of me. So I'm already seeing some things from a, yeah, I didn't see them like that before you asked those questions. So that's really insightful. Um, I'm actually excited to go back now. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> and you know what? It's a journey. I thought I was at least three other types before I settled on the type seven and I don't know if you know this, but I recently posted a podcast, um, episode 20 mm -hmm. and it's the 10 things that you must consider. I just downloaded that one. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So the 10 things that you must consider before right. choosing your Enneagram type. And okay. those are some of the things that we don't even think about because we get so caught up in behaviors and boxes really yeah <laughs> we get yeah. caught up in boxes in these neat neatly packaged boxes that are disguised as chapters in a book or memes <laughs> or, and we don't really see that we're really all connected all of our experiences are connected and so the way I teach personality I do use the Enneagram as a guide but the way I teach it is our personality is really a tripod and it's it stands on the three legs of your motivations, your strengths, and your values. And mm. until you understand those, the stool, your three-legged stool is not very stable. And so it's hard to stand on it and feel confident. And so I, I really think the Enneagram helps guide us through discovering those um, mm. 
but I really, really do love the Enneagram. But you're right, it, it is a journey and I think it's going to take a bit more reflection and just being open um, to what the possibility could be mm -hmm. um, to narrow down. And, you know, like going through those other tests and that's been a journey too. Like I didn't do all of them all of a sudden and boom, there it was. Like that from when I created probably um, my first planner because I sell digital and printable planners as well. So that was what, end of 2014. Um, so it's like, it's been a good more than a handful of years, you know, through that journey. And so it's not like, you know, I'm gonna sit down today and go, oh good, I know what I am and awesome, the world's all aligned and, you know, I can just move forward now. Like, that would be really cool. But um, yeah, and I, I definitely agree with you. It is a journey and it helps shape us you know, for that next step, mm -hmm. whatever that is. And then, you know, we'll learn a bit more and then it'll shape us to take the next one and then the next one. And like, it's an ever evolving, yeah, growth that we go through. And I like that about it. Like I'm much more comfortable with that now than, you know, having to know and, and um, sort that all out first up. So yeah, I'll embrace the journey of the Enneagram. <laughs> It definitely is freeing to know that we don't have to be perfect and get it right the first yeah. time. Yeah. And and to that, you know, whatever traits we have and strengths, there's we don't have to hide them or, you know, try and be like someone else. Like they're all strengths, whatever traits we have. We just have a unique combination for a specific reason. Absolutely. And um, I really like that this is going to help me unpack that more because I know, yes, it's going to free me, but it's also going to help me serve my customers better. Yes. So that's what I'm really excited about. And, and, and I love as you continue to dig into the Enneagram. So I, I say that there's two modes, there's typing mode and there's growing mode. And a lot mm -hmm. of times people just stop after typing mode because they're like, okay, I know my type, the end. And that's just half of the story. Yes, yeah. the rest of the story is growing mode. And so as you unpack mm -hmm. your your type and how you view yourself through the lens of that type, yeah. you'll also find the strategies of how to grow. Because I love what you said that we all just have varying degrees of strengths, right? They're not mm -hmm. weaknesses. So what I teach is that weaknesses are just unhealthy strengths. And so they're actually the same thing. So for example, for a type seven, one of my average behaviors is being impulsive. So if I'm being unhealthy, then I might overdo something or I might act before I think. And yeah. so that could be really unhealthy, but I can use it as a strength as hey, I can move forward without knowing all the ins and outs before I do it. So I don't get stuck as often as um, other personalities might. Yeah. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I remember reading in this book because it talked about, um, you know, when you are strong in those strengths and when you're not. And I really loved that. And, and I think if I got this right, that you're just saying we can choose that strength 
to move us, you know, like to do something maybe that we're uncomfortable about and just turning that strength a different way, seeing it from a different perspective. It can give us, you know, the inspiration and encouragement to do something, to be a little bit more courageous or to try something new. Um, And we can do that from a place of strength rather than, you know, being fearful or scared and, um, you know, all that that comes in. So I really like that about the Enneagram, how it turns those things around and enables us to do things from a totally different perspective. Yes, and recognizing that we have the capacity to do it because sometimes that's what what holds us back is like, well, we don't think we can do it. Well, guess what? You can. And here's the the pattern of behaviors associated with your type that proves it. (laughs) It is. And it gives you the freedom to explore how you want to do that with your own strengths and personality. And that's the thing I think I love about this more than any other personality tests um, that I've done before is that it's not like, oh, okay, so you're X, Y, Z, so you'll do things ABC way. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, you you X, Y, Z, but you've got all the rest of the whole alphabet in how that you want to um, show that, do that, reflect that in your life. And you go, oh, I love that kind of option. Like, yes. you know, that I can create it and tailor it just for me so that it, yeah, allows me to be who I am. I don't have to try and fit someone else's mold. You are my people, Jackie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm getting warm fuzzies. <laughs> so I think what we're going to have to do after you've had yeah. time to process this mm-hmm. new information that I've just thrown yeah. out at you, <laughs> we're going to have to do a follow-up and just kind of have you back on the show and see what you've learned about yourself. I um, love that. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. You didn't get to ask me about the wings question, which I was kind of glad because... Me too. Because... Subtype wings are a subtype and they're not, they're not important for typing. Um, They're important for growing, but they're not important for Ah, typing. And so you gotta, you gotta go in the order, the triads, the types, and then the subtypes. And it's way simpler. It's way simpler to figure it out. Um, It's a, to me, it's faster. I like, why make a a long journey longer? So personal development is a long journey. <laughs> but even doing that live with you with those three three triads was so much quicker than even in your course. And I think that's just partly too on how I learn and having the card like I'm so visual. Um, yeah, definitely need the, you know, auditory and the visual and, and talking with someone obviously is big for me. But, yeah, that really helped. Like that was super fast. You go, oh, wow, okay. We can't see our own blind spots. And so exactly. I always say your Enneagram journey is not in a bubble. We're not in a vacuum. You have to have somebody else help you decipher this because we can't see our own blind spots. <laughs> it's like other people hold the mirror up so you can see properly rather than just picturing what we look like in our own head. Absolutely, because it's yeah, not. How I, see it. I call that the experience gap. It's not the same. Cool. <laughs> I love it. This has been so great. I I love seeing light bulbs go off <laughs> when we talk about the Enneagram. So you certainly have fulfilled that for me. So I thank you for that. <laughs> so before you go, I would love for you to share how people can find you online. 
yeah, absolutely. Um, so my little corner of the world, you can find me at whitespacedesignstudio.com. And on there, you'll see I've got something that people really love using. And it's just a free, what I call is an easy one page planner. And so it just helps you gather what should be on your calendar this coming week. Um, and it's, it does it not just for business or for life, but it pulls everything together. It's part of my planners and they're called Fuse Life Planners because it's, I find it's easier when you just bring everything together, plan and organize and manage it rather than, you know, a box over here and a box over there. Yeah. So if you want to pop on over and download that, it can help you organize your schedule. And yeah, you'll also see on there, you know, the different design and services that, yeah, I can help you with in your business too. That sounds great. I will put that link in the show notes. So cool. they'll have easy access for that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for today. I was really looking forward to your insights and just prompting, you know, digging in and helping me, um, yeah, uncover what's sitting in there because it's hard to do it on your own. And because um, I think we sort of, I don't know, put on some rose colored glasses and see things from a you know, where we want to see things from. Yes. So yeah, that's been really eye-opening today. That's very exciting. So I'm going to go back and dive in with some fresh eyes and um, yeah, see what I discover. So thanks so much, Jen. You are welcome. This was a great episode with Jackie. And of course, we continue the conversation in the after party. So we could explore the, her new possible type that she might be. And I'm curious if you were able to glean just from her answers to my questions, which type you think she might be. Send me a DM and let me know what your opinion is. Now, Jackie's already a student of mine, but she is also beating down the door waiting to be a part of the next round of coach certification students so that she can be a productivity coach, helping her clients understand their personalities even better through the Enneagram and the nine acknowledgement languages. Now, speaking of, I'm writing a book about the nine acknowledgement languages, and it's set to be published in September of this year. And you're either thinking, yay, another Enneagram book to buy, or you might be thinking, yay, another Enneagram book that's going to overwhelm me. Well, rest assured, you're going to be saying yay. <laughs> Why? Because this book takes what you thought you knew about the Enneagram, and it structures it in a completely different way that helps you understand each type even more intuitively so that you know what to acknowledge to build up your relationships and also where to challenge yourself to grow in your relationships. So make sure you're following me on Instagram and Facebook so you can stay up to date with the progress of the book. With the book, you're gonna learn how to unbox yourself through self-validation with those nine acknowledgement languages. Then challenge yourself so you can unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.